0: Welcome to the Ask Rita show. I'll be talking today with Rita Harrison, the foremost authority and the developer of the Willow system. And today we're going to answer an anonymous question from our listeners that are all over the world. My name is Amberly Colson and let's get started. Our question today is, why do I feel that I don't belong to this family? So that's a very profound question. Yes. <laughs> it is like, I'm on like the edge of my seat right now, Rita. I want to hear what you
1: say. Oh, yeah. I have a lot to say. So let's start somewhere. Okay. In fact, you know what sometimes comes out in the private sessions when we test those kind of things that somebody feels like the black sheep of the family is another Expression that they bring, oh, or, yeah, or that they say, Oh, everybody is so different than I am. I feel like I was born into the wrong family. In fact, you know what I want to mention first is that a lot of there are a lot of cuckoo's children. A you lot know of what? The, the bird cuckoo, okay, you know, p- puts his eggs into somebody else's nest. Mm-hmm. So that they are bred out by someone else. So we call it in we call no no we call it in Germany we call it call it cuckoo's kinder or cuckoo's kids, and what that means is that it happens quite often more than people think. So the cuckoo's kinder are children from another man brought up from another man brought up by that father and it's old like it's his father you know this is what I mean with you put it into the nest of someone else
0: and so the the is this the assumption that the mother has not
1: told that to the child so they don't know Not to the the child and not to the father either yeah and it happens more often than we think oh my god yeah yeah so because you know for what for whatever reasons yeah i don't want to go into that too much because sometimes the children feel that that happens quite a lot because of their consciousness in the blood bonding and in the dna you know we save all kinds of knowledge and information and then when they get a test it can really come out that the father is not the father and that's that's one reason another reason is that i want to explain here which is not very well known either that comes from the family dynamics and from the family healing, is that every system seeks for balance. So that means when you are born into a family where all those people have like similar values or a similar lifestyle that they like to live, let's say they're all doctors and lawyers, <laughs> 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 but, but you are the only artist in the family. Now, it happens quite a lot with the, the actresses and actress that I have or artists I have a lot of artists in my clientele too. And they really suffer because it might be that they are the only ones, or it looks like that they are the only ones who have different values and have, who want to pursue a different lifestyle. So then very often they don't feel they belong either. And when you look, there's very often an, an aunt or an uncle who is like them, or a grandmother who has lived before, a grandfather who was like this, and who was an artist too. And they feel more bonded and attached uh, to this kind of person. They might not even know this person. So when we have a lot of one kind of energy in a family, like doctors and lawyers, then the, the system wants wants to seek for balance. And so it might be that you're born into this family and you feel the urge to do something else than anybody else, which makes you feel then sometimes, oh, I don't belong to them. I'm so different. Yeah. Yes. I I don't look like them. I don't have the same values. And they might not even support me because they say, oh, you can't earn money with that, you know, and you have to have a real job and all those kind of things. The same... I just mentioned the doctors and lawyers because it's also very popular in Asian families. But what I also see is when people had um, in their family a lot of perpetrators. Let's say, you know, they were going to the war and they killed a lot of people, or they were like dominant people, very authoritative and abusive in some way. Sometimes they're not physically abusive, but they're mentally abusive, emotionally abusive. So it might be that you are born into this family and you you subconsciously feel the drive, because out of entanglement and so on, that you want to create the opposite. So it might be that you feel, you know, your vocation is to save the world and to do justice to go and to go into a third world country and to help with the development, you know, and with the water and with the food and everything and that you're totally giving and humanitarian and generous so that the system also creates a balance again. So out of something that has happened in that family before, and a lot of men were actually in wars before, even in your country, yeah, now even women. So we very often we don't notice that we are then entangled with a forefather like this or a foremother, (laughs) an ancestor. And um, then we have this urge inside us to be different or to create something good out of the bad. This happens quite a lot too, by the way.
0: And Rita, when you say, just because I've heard it in other podcasts and I love the word, when you say entangled, you mean that people may have this like unconscious, like entanglement with
1: things. Like, can you describe that a little bit more? I like that you ask that, by the way, <laughs> because sometimes I say those words because I say them every day, well, I, and I, I don't even the- think about explaining know it. Yes. what I'm saying, but I no, like it. That's good. So I tell you, entanglement we use very often in family dynamics, but we know it from the physics. You know, like from Einstein. Albert Einstein and so on, when two entwined particles are disconnected and you put them into totally different places in the universe, even into opposite ends of the universe. So when you change one of those particles, the other one is changed automatically and they might never be together or so again. And so that's the theory of entanglement in physics. And I hope I explain it very well because no, I have I'm,
0: a respect for my all those. My dog just dropped because you dropped Einstein. I thought, wow. But what, what, how does that feel in you when you don't like...
1: Yes. So let's put it into a context okay. of, of the family. Okay. Because it happens a lot, really a lot, that when one of your forefathers, usually it's something that was dramatic or that was not respected or was not very well integrated in the family. When one of the forefathers, let's say your great-grandmother, went through difficulties because she was different than anybody else in the family, (laughs) because that's our subject today, she might have had totally different um, goals and motivation. She might have been outcast and judged in a very negative way, and that might have cost than in your great-grandmother, let's call her Irma, an old name Irma. So Mm -hmm. Irma then suffered a lot. And that suffering was too much to carry in one lifetime. Because Ah. being outcast is a very big punishment. It's more than have a death sentence very often. Not to have the right to belong mostly when it's unjust, yeah, this is a big deal. And then this energy resides in our energy in our family because in family dynamics what is very well well researched and in Germany this is a big deal by the way, so it's not my invention here, it's research that comes from a lot of family therapists and based on family dynamics and Bert Hellinger and so on. But also uh, a lot of psychologists who are very good at that. So this is very interesting because this is fact that every group, in this case, let's talk about the family again, every family creates a certain energy field, which is always an information field that is typical for this group. So when things happen, it is like written and imprinted energetically in a morphogenetic field, in a vibrational field, in a magnetic field, you know, we also know that as an aura, every, you know, mm-hmm. when you we radiate certain energy, so that is imprinted in the aura, let's say aura or energy field of that family. So when your Irma dies, yeah, she might ne- never had find some peace with that, and it was never set right that this was actually unjust and it was not okay that she would, was outcast just for being different or so. Then, because every system seeks for balance, that means when we go too far out on one side, we want to create a, a, a counterforce yes. so that we don't fall. Let's say you you as a ballet dancer, I think you are a ballet dancer too, right? So you, when you go too far to the left, you need to make a... Something to balance out so that you don't fall to the left on the right side, and so this is the same for every kind of system, no matter if it's family or workplace or you know the bigger system, a whole state, a whole country, a whole continent. And so, when you are born, let's say Amberly, you're born into this family and you take a place subconsciously that is entangled with Irma you don't know but how you notice is that you feel driven you feel driven let's say she was an artist you know mm. and she wasn't acknowledged because everybody else was a doctor or a, a lawyer and she couldn't have kids and all those kind of things let's let's put it like this yes. so it might be that you decide not to have kids in this lifetime out of entanglement that can look like a free choice but it isn't and you feel really driven and that's a typical example when we are fanatically uh, thinking about something or when we are fanatic about something or very obsessed about a certain lifestyle or vocation this usually shows that we can be entangled so it might be that it's really important for you not to have kids either so when you are entangled you choose the lifestyle of someone else who has been there before and the blueprint of life and you make choices like her you know and you choose to be an artist for example as well so are you saying
0: if you feel driven or it's it's like what you said even it's like a fanatical type of thing where you don't even question it Are you saying that that's something to look at and possibly be curious about, or you're just providing a reason why
1: you are the way you are? No, it's something that you should look at, because it might be just that you are obsessed by nature, which is a different (laughs) story, (laughs) Yeah, or that your choices uh, don't really free you, you know, because when you, it's a powerful thing, because it might choices don't really free you. I mean, that's a great basis to look at. Or oh, that so your choices don't really make you happy. And you can see that. Let's pursue this story. Let's mm-hmm. say you have then chosen to be an artist like Irma and you go through the same story like she did. So you go through a lot of resistance, a lot of negative judgment, a lot of obstacles. Yeah. And you suffer. And this is another sign of entanglement is when you suffer, you radiate. You glow in the suffering. That's usually a sign that you are entangled. So, bec- Be Glowing in your suffering? Yeah, it's like you're actually enjoying what it. What do you mean glowing in suffering? You know, I mean, um, you can, I'm sure you know people like that too. Some people, they have a lot to go through. A lot of difficulties, a lot of pain and suffering, and you feel like they are enjoying that. So you don't mean glowing in like some people use the
0: word. Oh, that that woman who is pregnant is glowing. You're definitely not using the word glowing like a um, radiant type of thing. You're saying do, yeah.
1: Do I, use, I, I that? That I you, I mean yes. Oh, you do mean. So I like do mean they, that like, too. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. So <laughs> for a pregnant woman, it makes sense because right. we know the hormones and all those kind of things. Yeah. Right. She's glowing, right? Yeah, so she's glowing. Or after sex, people, the women <laughs> are glowing too. Yeah, we don't want to leave that out. Okay. So um, it is something like that. But in this case, it makes sense. But in the entanglement, it doesn't make sense. It can be then misinterpreted by the environment, so they feel like they don't belong again because everybody thinks, oh, they don't want to get out of their sickness or they don't want to get out of their career disaster and so on because it looks like they're enjoying it. So it's that kind of glowing and radiating. It doesn't make sense because... Actually, they suffer, so why would they radiate and glow? Would
0: you? Okay, yes. But okay. because they
1: are entangled, they, this glowing comes from a deeper level. This glowing comes from that they're actually ta- bringing in the injustice to the system and to the surface that happened to someone else, so it has total purpose that they choose that, but it's not a, per- it's not a, fr- a choice out of freedom. Which is the difference, you know. And so
0: if someone is, especially someone listening, if they resonate with a lot of these symptoms that you're talking about, you know, they don't have the family tree to look at or that, you know, they don't have a relationship maybe with siblings, parents, great grandparents, stuff like that private sessions are a great way to kind of
1: find answers if you're feeling like you're in the dark. Thank you that you bring that in because a lot of people who have still family cannot even access this kind of information. Right. Because I mean, especially if it's if it's a negative that we're talking about and it's secret And it's subconscious. You know, it's not even in the conscious mind. Usually people who are entangled say, no, no, I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. And almost everybody has some sort of entanglement, to be honest. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we do in the private sessions is that we access the family energy field with the testing, with the kinesiology and so on, and then precisely go through rituals that free us. And those rituals are so powerful, where we acknowledge this person and what they went through. Yeah. It also happens to people who were persecuted or who died or who were somehow different than other people, you know, all those kind of things. So we figure out what exactly it is in this specific case that needs to be acknowledged and have a rightful place again. And then there are certain rituals that we verbalize and that we do give back what we carry for them. I call it backgiveness instead of forgiveness, backgiveness. Oh. So you give back what isn't yours because you oh, shouldn't yeah. carry anything that is yours. And you notice that because when you carry something that is not yours, it always wears us down. When we carry our own, it always makes us grow. It makes that. us you stronger. Yes. And then it changes everything from uh, one moment to the next and then they are fi- then what happens is that they can move forward and make decisions based on their own individual choices more out of freedom and what also happens they usually find their rightful place in the family so that they don't feel like they, they don't belong so that they feel that they belong again and what i said before when they are having other fathers or stuff or maybe they were, were even adopted and that's why they feel they are in the wrong family, we do those rituals then tailored to those kind of contexts, too. You know, and they are freeing from one moment to the next, no matter how long this has already existed, and it changes everything for them. They feel empowered, they feel like a weight was lifted from them, and then they can look at themselves totally differently. And also, they don't have to do their decisions, you know, always. In relation to everybody else, it's really based on their own essence, on their truth and all that has to do with their their truth self, which is a totally different thing, yeah? And Mm -hmm. they very often feel that they have a place and that they belong. And this comes from the inside out, not because they tell themselves, it comes from a deep, they feel it in this moment when we go through those rituals, yeah? And they last forever, Oh,
0: and then they can glow in in the
1: positive way. Like then they can glow because they glow, you know. Sets. And there's a good reason for it, and not because they're doing freedom. service <laughs> to someone else. Yeah. No, that's really true. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: that yes. is. A, that's very powerful. That's really fascinating. It is powerful. So when you're not sure out there, I want to now talk to our listeners. You don't have to be sure. Come and we will find out. It's always worth it. So when you have health issues that don't make sense or you choose the wrong partners or you always have money issues or you actually have a good life but you can't enjoy it or you always feel you have hitting a wall, that might be... A sign for entanglement, yeah. And, you know,
0: a dear friend of mine, uh, just because you mentioned it just quickly, was adopted, and she's now a mother of two, and I just think, I know she has struggled with sort of this unknown yes. that happened yes. before her. So Yeah, you need
1: to bring them in, the birth people, the birth family.
0: I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to find out more or if you have a question, please don't hesitate to contact us. The email address is info at willow4u.com. That's I-N-F-O at W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four and the letter U.com. You can also visit the webpage willow dot com as well. Until next
1: time. The show was produced by Polly Harrison. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time when we talk about health, healing, and happiness.